Yeah. Yeah. Go to the lacrosse game. What is a I didn't think I, I was. A, I played football and was in AP drama. Oh, that's cool. So like, I had both sides. You're of like Troy from High School Musical. Oh my god. Sports, theater. It was a happy balance. Welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And we are thrilled to have with us someone that you might know from American Horror Story or possibly The Walking Dead, but who we know and love from Stranger Things as the Hawkins Power and Light Repairman. We'd like to introduce to you... Robert Walker Broncho. <laughs> we asked him to say his name because we mispronounced it several times. Well, we're we're gonna call you Rob if that's okay. That's perfect. We're yeah. super thrilled to have you on the show. Definitely. Um, I don't know if you, if you he's friends with Charles Green, who you guys know that we interviewed a couple weeks ago as the movie theater manager. Um, we here's a little bit of background about us. We um, came from Florida and we had just watched Stranger Things. We had binged on it and. Within our first few weeks here, we realized that the house that we purchased was nine minutes down the street from Hawkins High School, from where they shoot Hawkins High School. So we drove over there, we checked it out, and it kind of deepened our um, passion for yeah. the show. <laughs> we were like, this is so exciting. Mm-hmm. And then we learned um, that a lot of local Atlanta actors worked on the show, like Charles and Cynthia and Catherine. And so we were interviewing Charles, and he was like, I'm friends with the Hawkins Power and Light electrician repairman and we were like no you're not (laughs) (laughs) you are lying to us (laughs) you're like would he speak with us and he was like totally charles is a great guy so we knew you would be a great guy but thank you so much for being like here today of course i'm actually doing a play with charles right now yeah wow the cuckoo's nest right i'm gonna try and come out and see that charles has been posting a lot of really funny headshots of himself yeah um, he's playing martini and he's a he's a hoot he's 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 perfect casting for it yeah he's a great guy um so i guess let's talk about the fact that you're an atlanta actor what um how long have you been acting in Atlanta? Uh, it's four, four years now in March. Oh, really? Were yeah. you interested in theater or acting? Like, have you been doing it your whole life? Yeah, I actually, uh, I started taking theater classes back when I was six years old. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think my first production was uh, Pinocchio. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I've got no strings on me. And then um, <laughs> I kind of, I did it throughout middle school. And I did some, um, a program in Hoboken, New Jersey from like I think seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth grade, I would go in the summers. Oh, and cool. like a month long uh, program. I, I really learned a lot and I just got a love for it. But uh, I went away from it after high school. Yeah. And I was like, how do I become an actor? Yeah. Oh, this isn't a real job. So I, uh, yeah, I got back into it in 09. Oh, yeah, great. I've seen that you've done a lot of things. Like, um... I've been lucky. I've, I've, yeah, I've been you've working. been very, you've been fortunate. <sighs> I'm fortunate. I think... One of the things Charles was telling us is um, when he was talking about the casting director, how, you know, she was saying that they don't need to really leave Atlanta anymore because there's so many people here that are talented. Um, yeah. And I think that that's very interesting. So can you tell us how, as a local Atlanta actor, how did you get such a spectacular role in Stranger Things? How did that happen? Well, um, <clears throat> I auditioned for several roles on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I auditioned for one of the deputies. Um the diner scene, I auditioned for that oh, role. Oh, Benny? Yeah. Oh, you doing a good Benny. I did, uh, what else? A couple, just a couple other roles, um, and ended up snagging the role that I did, uh, at, like, weeks after that I submitted. It was like one of those, hey, you're, you know, they, your name just keeps coming up, and, and they like you, and they're trying to find a spot for you, and that's how I slid in. But in regards to how I got the, uh, Chase and Tara, the other casting directors on it, and, mm-hmm. um, 
I audition for them pretty frequently, so they're familiar with my work. And I want to actually say, now come to think of it, that Stranger Things might have been my first booking. Oh, really? Or second booking with them. Like, it was... Kind of like Shannon yeah, and Barb? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like... I, Because, I mean, you can audition for projects, countless amount of projects, and never actually book a job, but that you still have a good relationship with them, and... That was, I want to say that was yeah, my second job with them. So it wasn't like you saw a casting listing somewhere that Netflix no, show was casting. You just, they called you and they said. It's my, my agent. I, I, uh, all my all my auditions come through my agent, Alex. Okay. Um, I don't really do much self-submission anymore just because he keeps me pretty regulated and, and I'm busy on that. And it's gotten to the point now that, the, like you're saying, the market's growing and, and, and it's big now. Yeah. That all the legit stuff, speaking roles and anything like that is coming through your agents. Um, okay. They may do a break, like a, an outside breakdown if they're not seeing what they want. Yeah. But we have LA actors moving here on a daily basis. So it's kind of saturated. You know, the market's yeah. getting more saturated. So they have what they want. How did you, did you have to um, send in like a tape of yourself? Mm-hmm. And then were you called in? Like how did no, that process No, I had just go? a tape. Just a tape, yeah. That I was think, it? That was it. I think I did f- like a, a five... Four or five auditions for the show. All of them were tapes. Um, and I actually run a taping service. So I just, I mean, it's a really comfortable, easy environment. You know, we, we, we've been, it's called Frat Pack Productions. And uh, yeah, taped it at the studio, sent it out. And like I said, a couple weeks later, got the call. And did they have you come in and read with anyone? No, or was it just no. like they liked your tape? They liked so my this tape. Is, this is interesting. So right now she's taking some on-camera courses with Catherine, who plays Great. agent yeah. Connie Frazier. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just like right when we were driving over in the car, she was talking about how she really wants to be an actor, but how she doesn't like the idea of having to self-tape. Oh, yeah. And so now you don't have to. There's somewhere you can go and they can help you with that. Yeah. That's awesome. I, that's and it's, cool. And it seems like you just, if they like your tape, you just come, like, that's amazing. I thought you would maybe have to come in for some reads. Well, I'm... I'll, to touch on the the taping thing, it's been an evolution of the industry in the last like five. I want to say like five years. It's really ramped up. It's some. It's all taped now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a there's there's some good things about taping. You know, in regards to like I, I as an actor, I make it. If I could be in the room for a, an in person audition, I'd do my best to do that. But that means if I get an audition in. New Orleans tomorrow, I either have to fly or drive, and that's a seven-hour drive there, 14 hours round trip. Oof. So it's, it, I mean, like, yeah. but I've done it, and it, it, you, like, that's how I booked American Horror Story, was, hey, it's six o'clock at night on a Thursday, got the audition, got my car, called out of work, drove down to New Orleans, got the sides at 9.30 in the morning, and did my audition at 10. Wow. Um, and then I drove back Friday, I drove back that, that next day. But yeah, taping, it gives the, the ability for the cast directors to see way more actors, so they cast us way bigger than that, and kind of just gives us more opportunity. But I will, it's a skill in itself. Like yeah. You have acting in one hand, and then taping in another. They're you, not and you need really, to be good at like doing both. You, need, you have to be good at doing yeah. both. And the trouble with, with, I feel like, a lot of actors now, and my, myself included, is that we audition so frequently. So we're really working this audition muscle and the taping muscle and, and honing that. But then you get to set and it's not, I mean, there's nothing the same anymore. Because in the audition, like watching Stranger Things, for example, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens. <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah, you know? Like, yes. 
Jeeps being flipped up. Like, yeah. So, but in the audition, you're not really all the time is even acknowledging the weird mm-hmm. because it's just impossible to do because you'll look ridiculous. Yeah. You know, because, so, but when you get on set, then it's like, all right, so in this shot, we're going to be walking from your A mark to your B mark while you're loading a weapon, putting on a jacket, and there's a huge explosion. Mm-hmm. So now it's, you're really reacting to all that stuff and, and, and you booked the job forgetting that that stuff even existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was it like? I mean, I imagine when you did American Horror Story and The Walking Dead, you knew what you were going into. I mean, those shows were pretty yes. high-level, popular. Everyone mm-hmm. loves those shows. But with Stranger Things, I think it was kind of like a sleeper in that it people had seen some previews and were kind of interested, but then like we all binged it in like the first three days, and it just became a phenomenon. Yeah. Were you getting phone calls from people? Were they like... Yeah. You are in the biggest show. Yeah, yeah. I still I still have people uh, that reach out to me now. Um, the Upside Down Podcast. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> for example. So, like, we... I think Charles touched on this one when he did. I We shot... The show came out in July. July 15th, I think it was. We shot in October, November, December, January, February-ish. Mm-hmm. So, there was several months before, you know, lead-up time before it was actually released. Yeah. Um, and I got brought in. I was on episode two was my my introduction. So from that point on, I was on the distribution list for the rest of the season. So I was getting each week when the new scripts were coming out. I was getting them. Now keep in mind, when you read a script, there's no way of like, like you don't have any context to this, mm-hmm. especially me because I wasn't involved really at yeah. a, a, lot, a high level. So I'm reading this and I had no clue what it was. And it is interesting because yeah, you like you walk into Walking Dead. They break their own records every week. Like yeah. they're they're a fine tuned machine. They have like an A team and a B team shooting in different parts of Atlanta with a million dollars worth of camera equipment on each side. Yeah. You own a Stranger Things. No, I had no clue. I mean, I don't. There wasn't any feeling on set like, oh, this is, you know, we're we're part of something huge. Yeah. But after the fact, yeah, I had I had someone message me the other day from Ireland, just saying, oh, I just finally like just got here and we're just watching Stranger Things and we love it. We, you know, we want to know more and. Can't wait for the second season. That's that's amazing. It's like that's thrilling. so cool. Do you ever consider going to any cons and like meeting your fans? It's not. No, it's not really something. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, I'm not again. Like I, I know a lot of people do that. It's not something that I'm really interested in. Not that I say I wouldn't ever do it. It's yeah. just um, it's not something that I've thought of. I've had some people like suggest that I go do that because I I. Now, Stranger Things, Walking Dead, Horror Story, there's a lot of these, like, token shows that, yeah. that are just kind of would... Really... Yeah, I think you would be great at Dragon Con because, for example, um, you know, Glen Ellen, she plays Nicole. She's the actress with the red hair who's one of the teenagers. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a huge role in it, but she is um, in a couple of key scenes. And she was at a con, and we were like, I don't know, should we go... Uh, and then we went over, and she was the best. Like, she was just the best. And she just gave Tori all these, like, tips on headshots and acting, and just, like, it was so great to meet her. And people were just, like, down the yeah. hall to meet her. And the same thing with Charles. So he was like, nobody knows who I am. Nobody cares. And we posted that we met him, and our, like, people freaked out. They just, <laughs> like, he couldn't believe it. He was like, there's no way. And I sent him a picture. And I was like, look, people are legitimately freaking out over your character, even though he was in it for that small part. Mm-hmm. Because it's just kind of like, in the Stranger Things community, we call each other strangers. Yeah. I know. But in, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's but in the community, like, we're just... 
like Tori and I are so like we want to talk to everyone affiliated with the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. We want to talk to like craft services. We want to talk to the grips. Like, like everybody. Any. Uh, yeah. And so when we got the chance to talk to Charles, he was just like, "I can't believe you'd want to speak with me." And we we're like, "Yes." Of well, <laughs> so speaking was, with you is like amazing. I just watched yeah. you last night when you were giving the wave to to Lucas. Was, oh, so, so good. good. <laughs> so that's the yeah. I kind of have the same token of, of Charles a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's like just an actor thing that I. I mean, I don't want to like overstep certain things if that makes sense. Just because I, I, I was part of the project. Like you know, I worked on it for a while, but like, I don't know. I just feel like I was just. I, I just kind of moved the story around, you know? And no, dude, you're the most power in my I was at a party last night, and I was telling my friends, I was like, guys, I have to leave really early in the morning because I'm going to do um, a podcast. Paul like, I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, you know the um, the Hawkins Power and Electric guy with the mustache? And they were like, yeah. I was like, I'm interviewing him. And they were like, what? They were like freaking out. Yeah. Like, no, no part too small. No, no way. I think it's the same thing. We were talking to Cynthia Barrett, who plays um, Mrs. Holland, Barb's mom, mm-hmm. and all oh, fingers crossed, she comes back for season two, Cynthia. Yeah. But we were talking to her, and she was like, when we first met her, we is when we first started doing the podcast, and she was like, I had no idea that people had this kind of, like, interest yeah. in, you know, and we were like, yeah, like, it's it's character-based, so everyone that's in the show, and you're a pretty good character, I'd say you're on the level with Connie. With yeah, Connie definitely. Frazier. Yeah. I think if you showed up to a con, like, Dragon Con... People would, like, would immediately recognize you. They'd be like, oh my god! Yeah, they'd be like, do the way! Do the way! <laughs> I've had a couple... Yeah, I would... Like I said, it wouldn't be something I would never, ever do. Um, I, I just haven't done it yet. I'm not opposed to... One person suggested that I would, uh, I would go and I could basically just donate all the money that I make at it. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty cool idea because I, I, people, like, sell headshots and stuff. So, all right, let me... Uh, I'll give you one reason why I've, I thought weird about going... Um, I, actually, right here at King Plow, small world, yeah. there was a Walking Dead uh, event that we were. What? There, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a this child um, had this disease that the, the, the like an open spot in the brain, oh, yeah. and they're they raising money for for the operation. And huge Walking Dead fan, so the parents reached out to all the local cast members to see who would you know come, and a few of us came. And I mean, like, granted, The Walking Dead, my dialogue ended up getting cut. Like, <laughs> I had a name where they said it, and that didn't make the scene. And I was supposed to have a cool, like, death scene that, in in the in the cut of it, again, didn't make it. So, like, the only people that really, that I thought knew me from Walking Dead were the people that was like, oh, yeah, I'm on The Walking Dead. Because yeah. you only see me briefly in a couple shots. And when they did the lineup for, for that autograph signing, um, Gabriel, the, the priest. Yeah. He was there, and like Seth Gilliam, I think that's his name. And I mean, he's a he's a big you know big actor, been in The Wire and stuff. Yeah. His line was like out the door. Meanwhile, <laughs> I would and we, I joked because I was myself and, and Karen. She's an Atlanta actor. She she was posted at the same table, and we were both like, man, no one's gonna want our signature for right next to him. I would want my signature. <laughs> but I guess you're right. The Stranger Things Stranger Things is way different because I. You know, yeah, and also just to give you an example of how that can happen to anybody. So the very first time that we were able to meet some of the kids, um, we went oh, to yeah. we went to Spooky Empire, mm-hmm. and they had the table set up all together. So it was Noah, but he ended up canceling because he was sick. Finn Wolfhard, who plays Mike, the yep. lead guy. Um, Millie, who plays Eleven, and then it was Gaten who plays Dustin and. So we went in there and we were like, look, we have a picture with Millie. We're not even going to try to get into her line. It's going to be ridiculous. So we went to Gate and Lucas and then we look over and Finn, 
no one was in his line. And he's he plays Mike. There. And he is huge in the fandom. People love him. Like, ridiculously love him. And we were like, we couldn't believe that there was no one in his line. He was line. kind of just, like, sitting there. Just like, I was like, oh yeah, my gosh. He's, he's the older. Like, he, he's the one who plays Eleven's, like, the black hair. He has black hair. And he's okay. Like, yeah. He's the main kid. So no one was, like, waiting. In his line. He's just sitting there. And we think it's just because people were, like, hedging their bets. They were like, look, this Millie line is going to take a bit. So they, and so they course. eventually went over to him. But, you know... He's huge on the show, and he was yeah, sitting there. He's great on the his show. table was empty for a bit, and we okay, know. Well, I guess that makes me feel a little better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could happen to anybody. Love him because he is like we follow a lot of Stranger Things people, like art people that do art and mm-hmm. things like that, and it's like picture after picture of Finn. So yeah. he's huge. Um, and I've I, seen fan art of you. Off to find it, but it's awesome. You're on a what? I've seen fan art of of, of him, like waving to Lucas. Oh, I've there's seen some, it. Yeah, yeah, there is fan I art. I didn't even know that. There. Cool. All right, well, you've, well, you've both changed my my. All right. I think, <laughs> I think if you went and you went in affiliation with like Randy, who you may or may not know, yeah, Mr. Clark, and um, tell him to come on our show. We kind of know him too, but he hasn't said yes or no. Hi, Randy. Um, <laughs> but I think if you went with Randy and Kat, um, and they tend to go with, like, Glen Ellen, and sometimes Lucas goes to, or uh, Caleb, he, plays yeah. Lucas, he goes to a lot. But they do, like, a table with everybody, and it's just, like, when people see Kat or Randy or just, like, Glen Ellen, she has she, she doesn't have, she doesn't have any speaking roles. Huge lines. Yeah. People love her. Like, the Stranger Things fandom loves seeing the kids. If you came out and you had on your Hawkins... Oh my god, people would people flip would out and be like, please, can I get a see, picture with you'll you? You'll see when we post a picture with you and we post this interview. I think that when you see the feedback of people and they're freaking out about you, you'll see that More awesome, <laughs> people huh? need to see the repairman. <laughs> At least one. People need to, you say it out loud. People do, yeah, they need to see the repairman. I'm with you. <laughs> you watch. So right now, guys, we're requesting it. We want fan art. We want uh, please. fans. <laughs> well, when we get your social media info, we'll have people like harass you. Come I, to a Please car. harass me. I will share <laughs> all of your fan art. <laughs> on my Twitter, on my Facebook, on my Instagram, oh, all of it. Awesome. Oh. Before, while we're talking about it, what is your what are what are your social media handles? I forgot to ask Charles. What are my social media handles? My Instagram, I want to say, is <laughs> my full name, Robert Walker Broncho. Um, we'll link to it too. Yeah, page. yeah, please, because obviously pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, uh, are you on Instagram so we can tag? Yeah, that's that's my that's my Instagram. It's uh, Robert Walker Broncho. Straight out, no spaces or anything. Cool, we'll tag you and we'll request that people follow you. And, and then I have a Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. But yeah, my Instagram is... I, I, yeah. And then you want to tell anything about Frat Pack? Yeah, sure. Frat Pack, um... Like, talk about Frat Pack or... Yeah, like, yeah because we're interested in what you did on Stranger Things, but we also want to know what are you up of to course. now. Well, we, like fr- to, we like to support our strangers. I, I, <laughs> oh my I appreciate God. that. That's true. I think we made that up. <laughs> Good, own it, own it. You don't use it. Like, That's ca- it's catchy, it's easy. Well, Frat Pack Productions, what we do primarily is tape actors for their auditions. So that's kind of our bread and butter. Um, and how that works is they just book an appointment. Uh, we're open seven days a week. They come in and, and maybe they have a half hour and they we, we basically tape them. We'll give them light coaching. And uh, we try to take the stress out of, like what we were talking about earlier, the audition process. We try to take that stress out because each cast director has different specifics that they care about. Yeah. And I mean, it's not even like the acting stuff. It's... How do they want the file labeled? Oh, wow. And, uh, in each one of them wanted differently. Like first name, dot last name, dot role, or last name, first name, or uppercase, or all lower. Like little things, That's attention crazy. to detail, it's annoying to, for the actor to have to think like, oh, I don't want to, when in the end of the day you want them just focus on the audition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, we do that, and then we have um, some workshops that we'll, we have actors come in town, 
Um, one of my mentors just kind of came in a couple months ago. He was working on 24 Legacy. Oh, yeah. Oh. And he ended up coming in and doing a small, intimate, like, invite-only eight-person workshop on a Sunday and then a Monday night, and we got some of our clients were able to work with them. That's awesome. Um, if you ever have a list like that, we can repost it on our page. That's something that I know she would want to go to. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, the other thing, like, so tapings, and then we try to do a lot of charity work. That's something that uh, we feel very strongly about, myself and my partners. Um, so like I said, we got up here four years ago, and all of us came up with no resumes. Like, we'd all been working commercials and on theater, like, we, but... In regards to having an IMDb page with yeah. credits that are recognizable, yeah. nothing. And then in four years later, we're all you know essentially working actors. We have a thriving business. And when the fact that that happened in Atlanta does not fall short to us. Like We, 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 we see that because we had to move from Orlando. Yeah. To here. Oh, we're very familiar with Orlando. Yeah, and Florida's, you know, Florida has literally shot themselves in the foot exactly. year after year, after year. You don't have to tell us. My husband's a Gosh. film set technician, and we he actually moved up to Atlanta a year before we did because the film incentives were cut, and yeah. so he got to go like, where the money is. He was like, "Let me see if I can get some work there," and then he was like, "On you know Civil War," and then he was on Spider Man, and I was like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna have to move have to Atlanta." To. <laughs> so, but well, we actually love it here. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. It's definitely a great place. And I had been in Orlando for a while, so that was home to me at the time. So I, 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 and I have friends there that are still there. So I wanted Florida to work. And even my first year up here, I went down to Tallahassee for the rally and tally to talk to, you know, the representatives. Yeah. To be like, yeah, that we're leaving your state mm-hmm. because the work's not here. And unfortunately, it hasn't changed. Yeah, but, we, uh, yeah, we agree. We, we know a ton of film people who, like, they just had to come to Atlanta. But that's the thing is, like... I was wary about moving to Atlanta because I've lived in Florida most of my life, but being here is just such a nice thing. Like, the theater community and just the acting community. Yeah, and they all support each other. It's not like they compete. It's like, hey, if someone comes to our show, maybe they'll go to your show, and we just support each other. So I love it. And even, it's a city It's like people are from all over the place, which is so cool, because it's not just like, oh, it's just Georgia people, but like, it's from all over the country. And it's as silly as us, you know, a perfect example is us doing this podcast. I mean, we were just driving to all these locations. Um, She's my sister, but I'm her guardian, and so this is kind of how we bond. And so I would, like, (laughs) drive her to sets, and I was like, we should record this. We're driving everywhere. Maybe someone would be interested. And then, you know, we met Cynthia here, and she was like, oh, do you know what? I know Catherine. And Catherine was like, oh, I know Randy. And then I met Charles, and Charles was like, oh, I know Robert. Mm-hmm. And it's just like everyone supports. No one is like, wait, what are you doing? They're like, oh, this is rad. Let's support each other. <laughs> yeah. So it's... I agree with you. I agree with you. It's a great you. community. It's a... I mean, that, and that's why, you know, as a company, we've, we've really made conscious decisions to give back as frequently as possible. You know, we... Uh, Something that we're really proud of right now that we've been we've been running for the last two years now, I guess year and a half, we started something called uh, Headshots for Charity with with a, a photographer based out of Orlando, Gary Hughes and his wife Julie. They run uh, Hughes Fioretti Photography. Oh, okay. And essentially, what that is is we'll do a a donation. We'll ask for a donation um, for an actor to come in. You basically donate forty dollars, and you get a really a quick five minute session with Gary. And you'll walk out of there with a working headshot. Like, you'll get a really good quality headshot. And Gary wrote the book on how to take headshots. You can get it on Amazon. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, this guy's great. He's the only photographer I've ever worked with since 2009. He's taken all my headshots. And uh, this last event we did, we were able to raise enough to fix nine smiles. So Aww. Operation Smile fixes uh, cleft yeah. lips. Oh, wow, that's and cool. And we fixed nine. And last year, in two events, we were able to fix 13. So our goal is to get up to 50 
a year is, is what we're, we're, we're trying to hit. Well, we'll definitely do that because she needs a headshot. Yeah. yeah I, we'll I'm have a photographer and I take images, but I'm like, headshots are a very special thing. It's so, like, down, ugh. It's a science. It's, you know, it's also, yeah. like, that's why I can shoot with Gary because we're, you know, we start off just photographer, actor, and now we're, we're friends. Um, yeah. But it's a relationship thing and talking and having them be able to talk, talk you through it as you're in the moment. Like, what do you want? You know, what are we going for? And then maybe he'll have you tell a little story or a mo- you know like the most an embarrassing moment something that he knows will then push you in the direction to have that natural uh, emotion. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So I guess back to Stranger Things. Um, Let's go. I mean, we're all Stranger Things all the time. But uh, yeah. what was it like for you? I I noticed when I was rewatching some of the episodes featuring you last night, you were at a lot of low locations. Like you were in that. Oh. Was the AV room when you were you know when you were in there with the principal? Mm-hmm. Was that actually at Stockbridge? Yeah. Was that the high school? Oh sweet, sweet. See, we've only seen the exterior. We've never seen the interior other than like once or twice we've driven by by accident and they yeah. were filming and we just kind of looked. Yeah. Um, but that was actually shot at the school. That was shot in the school. Uh, yeah, that was one. That was the only time I actually got to meet Millie. Like, or, like, circle back to the us having no clue what was going on. Like, I was reading the script, but I really didn't know, like, yeah. anything in depth. So, in the makeup trailer, um, we were about to shoot that scene, and uh, I was getting some light touch-up. Obviously, I don't, I don't need to really make me too pretty. <laughs> and she's sitting in the chair next to me, and I had no context of who she was or what was going on. And she's this little sweetheart, and she just turns and says... Oh hi, I'm I'm Millie. Nice to meet you. And we, you know, it was a real quick interaction, and then they came and pulled her out, and all the other kids were waiting outside to shoot the uh, the scene where they were pushing her around in the cart in the school. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they were shooting that at the same exact time, um, in that same hallway outside. Oh, that's cool. And then yeah, we went and we went in the school and shot the the scene with the uh, the radio that blew up the AV radio. Um, and I know we went and saw Lucas's house out in East Point, which is yep. like right by Mike's house. And I saw that you were there. So I, that was really cool. Yeah. I got to shoot the, at the him. school, at the, at that house. I was at that house several times. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to like drive by. Yeah. You in the, yeah. In the A van. couple over, I, I think, cause I did that in probably like November ish. And then I came back in February to shoot more at that location. And then I actually shot also at this. At the studio, we did some stuff exterior. Well, at least I did exteriors. I imagine they probably did some interiors at stu- uh, Screen Gems. Yeah. Um, I only was there for one day, but it was a cool day because I got to meet the lead agent. Oh, okay. Tobias Jelinek. Oh, yeah? Who, I don't know if you've been following. This guy, when I met him on set, is one of those people, you're, you, you're immediately like, this person is special. This guy is, he's just got great charisma and... and when you're talking about anything, he just he's really connected with you, and uh, since Stranger Things, <laughs> he's just like it's not stopped working. Like yeah. he moved out here from LA, ended up booking a couple of jobs while here. Stranger Things being one of them. Like he booked it here, and then moved back to LA that quick because it just got that hot for him. Yeah. I mean, he's in the Lyft commercials right now. He's the main Lyft campaign. The the um. He just did uh, the show Baskets with, with Zach Galvanakis. So, like, so yeah, he, he's done a lot of great stuff. Um, so I met him that day. And I was only on the We shot that one scene where I walk out of the school and I sit in the van with him. Yeah. And I kind of give him the nod like, yeah, this, it, it's happening. She's here. <laughs> um, that, I, that took like five minutes. We literally did that three takes. And all right, walk in the van. Sit, look at him. All right, look a little bit more forward. And that's how I met him. Um, 
That was the only thing of Screen Gems. Did you get a chance? Who are some of your favorite people to meet or work with? Well, other than him. But, <laughs> but actually, yeah, circle to, to him. Got a good connection with Tobias. Um, I think my first day on set was down at the. What's the the house? The uh, Mike's house. Mike's house. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that that was the first, and I met Matthew Modine. Oh, sweet! So I was riding in Transpo to set to shoot with him, and we were like, we kind of just started chatting a little bit, and um, he was a pretty. He seems lovely. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. Uh, pretty politically active. Oh yeah. Which is something that's important to me. He, but we got to just chat a little bit, and he, so. Yeah, he's just like he was a kooky dude. So we, we get to set, and then I got to meet David Arbor. Um, oh, he's you know, so nice. He, he was cool. Uh, we real quick, we saw we were at Spooky Empire, and he was there, and we took a picture with him. And we really wish we would have gone back to the autograph tables to speak to him, but we were like in a rush. But the kids were all the fans were in line waiting to see Millie. They were just standing there, not even paying attention, and he was just walking around with his coffee right by us. Because they were on their phones, like posting their pictures. Like that's Hopper. That's Hopper. He's right there. So you got to meet him. That's yeah. I got to meet him, and he's a cool. He's cool, and just to give him like, if he ever hears this, or like I get to talk to him again. Shout out to the SAG Awards. You know when we won the SAG Award for ensemble cast, and that speech he gave. Oh yeah. I'm I, I, like I'm getting like emotional and thing like I teared up when yeah. he was doing it because those were words that needed to be said and it was just such a powerful message. It's a testament to the type of person that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, got to meet him and got who who. You got, to meet, you got to meet I the got, kids. That's what I got to meet Lucas. the kids. I got to meet, uh, you know, the Duffer brothers are pretty cool watching their process. Do you get to, as an actor, did you get to go to the opening, like, uh, not the opening night, but when they showcase? No, I did not. I, I did not. <laughs> but, like, the, the, at that point, there's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of big names in the project, and it's huge, and yeah. I get that. Like, I just... There's no hard feelings. Would have loved to be on that that, that stage for the SAG Awards. <laughs> but well, that's what we were wondering. So we were wondering about that when when the Ensemble Cast Awards were given. We were like, we saw the deputies were up there, and Barb was up there. We get Barb because she's just like a phenomenon into yeah. herself. But like, you know, you and Catherine. Like, Randy. Yeah, Randy. I was, Randy I was surprised that Randy wasn't there. I, like, not me being there or not. Because I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I am member of SAG. I don't know technically what the classification like how you get of there. would be the ensemble cast because I was watching it with my you know, my roommates at the time my partners of you know my company we were watching the awards and when they won I was just like so ecstatic that the show won and they both looked at me like you're ensemble you just won you you that's you you just won a SAG award and I kind of just took it in I was like I guess I did that's pretty awesome. Um, it's really awesome. But yeah. th- then, th- then after the speech and like I was so enamored with David talking, I kind of then my next instinct was, why is Randy not on that stage? Because he is. I mean, talk about the memes and yeah, like Barb is say definitely like, one of the top. Like, yeah, like people. I would I would argue that 
Barb's here. He is right, yeah, like, he's, uh, right underneath her. If not her. equal. All the memes, and I mean, like, there's t-shirts. I have countless t-shirts that now pop up on my Facebook feed of advertising, like, his picture or the, or the, the paper acrobat. plate. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like, all these different things. We almost things. bought that shirt. I think we wanted to buy the pen, Yeah, there's a bit in Hot Topic. Here's a paper plate, like, version of the shirt. Yeah, so I, I don't... I don't know. I funny. Th- I just, I just taped. Uh, I worked with Chelsea Talmadge. Oh yeah. oh yeah. I met her the other day. She came to the studio to tape an audition. She's working Here? on another. Pro- yeah, she's working on another project right now. Um, I'm glad to meet her. She's she was a sweetheart. Yeah. Aw- great, great actor. Um, tiny girl. <laughs> she's yeah, she's little. So uh, she turns out isn't from Orlando. Like small world. Like didn't realize she was recommended by a common teacher. That, that trains in Orlando, let her know, like, oh, if you're in town, reach out to the guys at Frat Pack, they'll take care of you. Oh, awesome. She's an L.A. actor now. She lives out in L.A. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so that was cool, and we got to catching up, and that was something that we, both, we were talking about. Like, yeah, I'm surprised Randy wasn't out there. Though. But, uh, she, so, in this week, this is weird that, like, we're doing the Stranger Things podcast. So I met her. Yeah. And that same day... A guy that's currently working on the show who I cannot. Oh, we know Charles. Oh was no, saying, no yeah. we Charles it. was like, I know some people, but I can't tell you. But he's like, once it airs, he was yeah. like, contact me. He's in town from. He's an LA guy. Not probably not a guy that you would be familiar with his work, but he's a he's a, he's a work he works frequently, mm-hmm. and he came and he's working right now on the show, um, and we taped him for a couple auditions, and he was just he, he was awesome to work with in, in the room. That's cool. One yeah. of the things that we really like is that everyone we've been fortunate enough to talk to or meet from the cast, it's they're so nice. Like, it's really mm-hmm. nice to, like, be obsessed, I guess you would say we are, with yeah. a show that has such, like, well, awesome people involved. It's a good show involved. to be obsessed with. It's yeah. a great show. I'm awful with names, so I need to check. Um, so the guy that we just taped was was on set, and he was kind of, he was asking around, like, I need to, I need a place to shoot this audition. Where should I go? And Joe Keery apparently was the one that recommended him to come tape up. Don't even talk about Joe Keery. Oh my god! (laughs) If you listen to our podcast, you will know that in one day. I can't even. You can't even say his name. I like burst into tears. I I may or may not have seen (sighs) Joe walking in the uh, old fourth there, old fourth (laughs) ward area, because I live over there. And I may or may not have seen the bunch of the kids walking. Uh, well, when you may or may not see him again, <laughs> let him know. Here's the, yeah. Immediately Instagram us. We will be there in a minute. He's he's one of the he's an elusive <sighs> character. For some reason, like Joe, Natalia, and Charlie, they don't really go to any. They're not at a lot of things where you have an opportunity to hear them speak or see them. That makes sense. I just want to meet. And um, yeah, she loves Joe Carey. So I well, Charles said like three shirts with him. With him. She was just like, what? Well, it was an honor to us because the fact that he recommended it, he was like, oh, yeah, go tape at Frat Pack. It's amazing. I was just, that was just a cool moment for me. Like, oh. You know? how, did, how did he know? Did he, maybe he's I familiar have, with you? He apparently, yeah, I have no clue. Honestly, I, I wish I knew. All I know is that he, this guy was asked on set, hey, I, I, I normally, you know, I have a guy out in LA, but I'm here, I don't know where to go. And he said, go, go there. And that's how he showed up. But that's it was awesome. like in, in one week. You know, Joe recommends us. This guy tapes with us. Chelsea comes in, and I'm on this podcast. <laughs> so it's like Stranger Things energy. I like it. I like it too. I think it's amazing. Um, let's see. What else do we want to ask? about? I think you should definitely go to a con. I think you will be surprised at the amount of people who will be excited to mm-hmm. see you. I'll. I'll I. 
I'm done. I'm sure. Watch. We'll post this and you'll see. The fans will come out. The artwork is gonna just. Um, I love art, so by all means, I may even I may even buy something off one of you guys. So <laughs> I'm serious. I just uh, my my uh, mom is an artist. I grew up in the art community. I was at art openings, uh, from like four like three or four years old. I started going to all these art openings in Jersey City and New York City. So I'm all about it. Let's put some Stranger Things. I just bought a mug the other day. Not art. Not art at all. Probably reproduced <laughs> as hell. So <laughs> as a disclaimer, but it is. A white mug, and it has Eleven with her arm raised. Yeah. And Darth Vader. Oh, we've seen this. I've seen this. Oh, it's that's like cool. in hit. You know what? Darth role reversal. Darth Vader's normally that's, the one doing the arm. Yeah, like the she's stuff. like floating. But that's instead, so cool. she's levitating Darth Vader, and I saw that, and I I immediately like I'm ordering that. That's that's <laughs> my new favorite mug. That's awesome. That's, that's so cool. Amazing. So let's. I'm trying to think. Do you have any questions for him about acting? Um, just no, like about, about becoming an actress. Her goal ultimately is to appear in some fashion on Stranger Things. Season that's three. not. That's not my ultimate goal. Well, that's, ultimate goal. I'll do it with the podcast. It's like a yeah. Well, it's like a short. I time. wish you all of the luck to that. So. Um, advice to anyone listening or to you is just it is attainable. It is an attainable thing. Like becoming an actor is not this pipe dream. Um, but it's also, it. I mean, it's a career. I think, even with, you know, how do I phrase this? I think a lot of people just see the the allure of it, the uh, the ho- the celebrityism, the, the Hollywood aspect of it, which is not, I mean, that's like a 0.2% of the people in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's, it's buy-in, commit to it. Like, this is what I want to do. If you want to be a doctor, what do you do? Go to, go, to you go, to, go to med school for, you know... However many years, you know, you want to be a lawyer, do this, you want to be, I mean, and even let's go, you want to be a construction worker, you need to have, be, you know, efficient in your, in your craft, you need to know how to use these power tools, you need to know how to use this major equipment, it's the same thing with acting, it's just get in classes, study with people that you respect, find out who they respect, study with them, you know, go to, go to functions that make, that surround you with other people that are doing the same thing as you. So there's a lot of stuff in Atlanta because we're, even though Atlanta's doing great, there's still the fear that it could end Mm -hmm. at any second. You know, that the incentives could go away and the market will dry up and then, uh, you know, maybe I have to move to New Orleans or New York City or LA. So there's a lot of grassroots organizations here, you know, that that do events like Film Bar Mondays. I know you're a little young with that, but like that... Will bring people in that are working in the industry, and they'll just they'll just talk about stuff. And I think it's be versed, be well versed across the board. Mm-hmm. Like just because you're a good actor doesn't mean you know. Like that's the acting is such a small part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like most classes, when you get become an adult, you know, it's more teaching you how not to act. Let's remove these things from you and break you back down. That's exactly what they're doing in the class that I'm taking right now. They're like taking off these little things that aren't going to work for you that you've been like like, putting into yourself, like, take them out of you to mm-hmm. make yourself, like, more... Because, like you know, because you're trying to be organic on, you know, on the film or in, in te- television, the, you know, the screen just shows everything. Mm-hmm. So something that may be okay as a person to do is not okay to do on camera because it's just too huge, it's too big, you know? Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, train with people, uh, invest in it, and just buy in. And, you know, the, David Arbor, prime example... This guy's been working 
four years. But I bet you mainstream people wouldn't know David's name until, you know, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. But he that hasn't changed the fact that you go off. IMDb him, his resume is stacked. He's been, you know, it takes... Um, anyone, you know, no one is an overnight success. You know, it doesn't happen. And we're kind of get, with the social media and, and just how the new... Everything is right now is now, 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 now. Nothing happens now. Yeah. It's not, nothing happens now. And I th- that's good. And it, it, it's required in this industry because you can't walk into a $150 million project and lead it. You know, like, I, if someone said, hey, here's a, a lead in the next Transformers film, I'd probably be like, ah, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I, like... I, 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 there's a reason why Mark Wahlberg is getting those jobs. Yeah. You know, there's a reason that those people get them because they've gotten to that point that they can sustain and all the other stuff, the press junkets, the travel, the mm-hmm. low sleep, the being away from your family stuff. But you know, just buy in, have fun, do it. Like there's, you're in the place to do it. People from all over the world now, you know, like over, mainly the country, but there's people moving here that want, because they know Atlanta is the spot. Marvel inked a 10 year deal to shoot all yep. their projects yeah. here. Pinewood built Pinewood. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy, yeah. they, they brought you Star Wars, you know, yeah. like Harry Potter. The, they, they built their new studio in Georgia. So like, behind this, behind the scenes, they, they know stuff. They're, like, they're investing money. And they've, after their construction was already built, they, ex, they, they announced plans, you know, to build more and double in size. Tyler Perry. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. The infrastructure that we're building here is going to help sustain it and, and keep, keep the industry here. The trick is, it's get like before all of the LA actors got here and all of the New York actors got here is to get your you know get your feet wet and and start auditioning. I mean, you're at the age now, like go you know take workshops and, and maybe pursue. Because I have clients that um, I have ch- children clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Their parents are are driving them left and right to <laughs> to yeah. auditions. It's like it gets to, it's it's time consuming and yeah. you know it's commitment, but. Yeah, we have a couple of clients that are, I think our youngest client might be six, six wow. years old. We got a bunch of high school students that come in and they started off getting dropped off by their parents or their siblings or Ubering and now they're, they have the license and they're driving themselves over. Fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So I hope pass, yeah, put positive energy past the test, but you're here. Like you are in the Mecca. We're in my, I believe that we're experiencing history. I believe that Atlanta's not going to go anywhere. Uh, I, I truly, that's what we, our company pushes to help this stay, is that in f- 10 years from now, the skyline of Atlanta's going to look different just for about the, the money that's generated here. Yeah. In f- 20 years from now, the amount of studios that are going to be here, and you know, could we're eventually going to battle LA in regards to just pure infrastructure and support system. And that's awesome. Like You have home field advantage. Like you, you already know there. You know, like you're you're here before it gets well. Like it's still Josh not there knows. yet. Josh can drive me. <laughs> like it's still like you you have time. Like mm-hmm. yeah. all, it's it's not gonna s- slow down. So yeah. yeah, just do that. Take classes. I think it's exciting. Have you um have you been getting? Do people come to you for a pack, or have you been getting any notice as being the Hawkins Power and Light repairman? I have been recognized a few times. Not a. Uh, not a, a huge amount, but... I think if you wore a navy blue shirt... <laughs> <laughs> well, so, did Stranger Things, and then I've, I've worked on a couple other projects, and um, 
I, cause Stranger Things came out in July, and then I got an audition for a film, and uh, I, I was pinned for a role that would have required me to have a, a really big beard. Mm. So I stopped shaving for about a month and a half and grew my beard out. And uh, so like, and I shaved my head. So like my hair is actually like almost at length right now that it was in Stranger Things. Yeah. But I shaved it like to the skin and I started growing out this beard to change my look up. And the movie that I did it for ended up releasing me. So I, I didn't really need it after all. But I ended up booking another project with the beard, uh, Underground, oh. show on WGN, and I uh, worked on that for a while, so I, I, I kept it, and so I bet you people, because if I had, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know, you know, you, I, I didn't look at all like the guy from, from that, but I did have one person recognize me with a beard, and I was very surprised. No, like, your character is a big deal on the show. Yeah. Like, in the fandom, it really is. I think you'll be surprised. If you go to just one con, maybe Dragon Con one year with, like, with the crew, I think you'll see people are going to... Uh, I don't think you're going to be sitting like, oh, no one's in my room. <laughs> I think it's going to be packed. I think. I was like, yeah, no, you've definitely, both of you, you've changed my uh, my outlook mm-hmm. on it, and maybe I'll uh, I'll do that. Uh, I know, I've, because I'm, I'm Facebook friends with Catherine and uh, and Randy, and so I, you know, I've stayed up on it, and I'm I'm super happy that, I just love people being successful. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I, it is nice. There's not like, yeah, there's like I don't want this, like, there's no jealousy in, in any way, shape, or form. Like, I, cool like if randy can go around and and you know get some notoriety from this and like really engage people and they love it like awesome that is yeah. that is really yeah. incredible for to to be to have that experience you know like have that engagement um and Catherine's awesome she she you know she's she does really great things for atlanta yeah. With, you know, with Drama Inc. They're yeah, a really good studio right. both of the, you know the whole team there's a couple studios in town that are just really doing special work with training the actors here and, and getting them ready to be successful and they're all do, you know they really care about the people that are around them yeah I think it's great I think you're a perfect example of like the idea of Atlanta community supporting each other and acting like that's what you just said is is how we feel about everything. It just, it's so everything. nice to be in an area where people aren't like you know elbowing you to the face trying to like be I want to be the star. I want to be the lead. It's really about the craft and really about making good work. And so, Catherine, we heard her at a panel once before we um, became friendly with her. And she was saying, you know, doing Stranger Things, she loves the show, but initially it was just a gig. She was like, Randy and I shoot things all the time. And nothing, you know, you shoot something and you think it's going to be great. You pour your heart into it and it just disappears like a tumbleweed. Mm -hmm. Nobody sees it. And so when Stranger Things came out and people loved it the way that they loved it, they were just like in shock and... It's great, and it's we're so proud that it's like from our city. I know that's silly, but we just love it. Well, I have two projects that like along that, you know, that line of, you're right. You know, like you work on projects, and because it's a, like it's a job. I show up, I go there, I'm there for a couple of days, and then I go back to you know I go back to back home. Yeah. So, but like. Being part of something like that, you know, getting the, the feeling from Stranger Things, like Underground right now, for me, I'm super proud of the fact that I'm working on Underground. Because it's telling, you know, first off, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's about the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. So it's it's telling a slave story, like your atypical slave story. It's not what you'd normally be hearing. Um, and there's, str- like, immensely strong female characters. 
So in things that you would perceive that what is wrong with Hollywood right now, well, there's not enough strong ethnic characters and not enough strong female characters. Well, this show is killing it in both those directions. Yeah. It has a, you know, a female showrunner, Misha Green. Um, the, and, like, being a white guy on, on this show, like, I feel privileged to be part of telling this story. And I'm even happier that I'm on the right side of it. I'm an, I'm an abolitionist, so I'm fighting oh, tapes and <laughs> slavery. That's what you want. <laughs> because I, had a, I definitely had a couple auditions that would have put me on the wrong side of it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you never know. Like, I worked on a... Deepwater Horizon was a $160 million project or $170 million project. Like, they, they built a rig, a $20 million rig yeah. to, to shoot this project. And we're there, like, when we were working on it, you think, like, this is going to be a huge movie. This is going to be crazy. Like, this is this is a story that needs to be told about the, guy, you know, the people that lost their lives during the BP oil spill. And then when it got released... It didn't really do that well, yeah. but the reviews were great. Everyone that went and watched it was just like, "This is one of them. this is an intense film. They did a good job humanizing these stories." No one went to see it in theater. Now, after the fact, it's gone to video on demand and download and, and iTunes, Apple Movies. All I've had more people contact me now saying, "Oh, I finally got to see Deepwater Horizon. It's so good." But it kind of just goes with what you're saying, like you don't know. Yeah. You know, there's there's. But I like had Geely, you know. Like, <laughs> the, the, you you just go into a project, you work on it, you do you do your best. You know the people around you are gonna do their best, and the perception of how you know after the fact, maybe people like it, maybe don't, maybe it's success, maybe it's not. At the end of the day, you just kind of move move on to the next one. Because regardless, if it's awesome, you're still waking up and doing the same thing as if it if it's awful. Like yeah. if it die, it, if no one watches it, then no one knows it was bad. So right. you know. <laughs> Well, we were thrilled to speak with you. I'm so We're so thankful. happy that you came out. Appreciate um, it. Especially in this um, Atlanta oh, traffic oh season God. with yeah. the collapse. This is tough Harvard. right now. Um, and I think you will be surprised. People love the Hawkins. Yeah. Hey, uh, to all of you, uh, they're great. I hope I'm surprised. I, I love it. Thank, thank you. Well, I'm thank you. Priv- thank you for having me. I, like, I'm a huge podcast advocate. <laughs> so are we. That's I'm a nerd. We, if you, if that's you, all yeah. we do. We legitimately, when Charles told us that he knew you, like our eyes watered. We were so thrilled We're and excited to get the chance to speak with you um, about being on the show. So I think that you're loved. I think that you will see when we post that today you are loved. And we thank you so much. Definitely. It was great thank to speak you. with you. Be strange. Stay strange! Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts.